Thank you ever so much for joining us again as we take another look at some Course in Miracles ideas. We want to look today at the purpose of A Course in Miracles, which is our peace of mind. Now, at first, that doesn't sound too dramatic. In fact, people might say, hmm, peace of mind that actually feels kind of boring. I think, actually, I would rather have my way. Whatever my way is that I seem not to be getting, I'm pretty sure that if I could get it, then I could be safe and happy. And the Course asks us this question. Would you rather be right or would you rather be happy? And sometimes we might be confused about answering that. A long time ago, there were some little boys who lived in our neighborhood and they were up to visit. So we asked the 10-year-old to put this idea to the test and said, would you rather be right or would you rather be happy? And without missing a beat, he said, I'd rather be right because when you're right, you can make a lot of money and then you can be happy. So there you go. At 10 years old, he already had been thoroughly programmed into the system that being right is the way to be. Now, the problem with this is, is that for me to be right, something or someone else has to be wrong. And then the conflict begins. And take a look around, how well is this working out? Pretty crazy. If peace of mind comes from being not in conflict, we have to radically change our minds. We are in love with conflict. One need only look at the international level, which is closing in around us. Look at all of our local conflicts, our interpersonal conflicts, and our internal conflicts just within ourselves, where we think, I would like to do this. No, I can't. Somebody else ought to do something, and why won't they? In other words, we're aware of internal conflict both within ourselves, and we can see it in other people as well. So you think, where in the world does all this come from? Well, we're very anciently wired to be in conflict because it's that tribal survival of fittest thing with one tribe trying to survive by doing in the other. So it would be helpful not to have any judgment about this and just say, this is a path that we have mindlessly followed for hundreds of thousands of years, but now we need to stop being mindless and see if there isn't a better way to live. And if you take a look around, do those in conflict look happy? Are they a joy to be around? Are we a joy to be around when we are in the grip of our own upset? Does anybody look safe in the midst of all this conflict? We really have to step up to the plate and say that operating out of this fear, survival frequency simply does not serve us anymore. The ego is the big winner here, and the ego we define as that self-image or self-concept that's developed in our maturing years. It feeds off conflict. It makes me feel even more separate when I'm in great conflict with something or someone else. So although the ego is the big winner, that's at a terrific expense 
to who it is that we really are and obviously at the great expense of our peace of mind. So we're in times when we need a great shift and we need to rethink this love affair we have with conflict. Once you've tasted real peace of mind, you will never think it's boring again. About 11 years ago, I was on a trip to Turkey. We were in a marvelous, fairly new museum, although it was in an old building with ancient artifacts, including many things from the Hittite group, which you may remember from several thousand years ago. And their artwork was superb. And after our lecture, we were wandering around, and I was taken with a little curio cabinet that had a couple of vases, obviously ceremonial of some kind. So I walked over there to inspect them a little more closely. And as I got within about three feet of this curio cabinet, my mind totally stopped. Now, that doesn't mean that I didn't know who I was or where I was or what I was looking at, but every thought suddenly stopped in my mind, and it was totally silent and totally at peace, and it was the most exquisite feeling. I was dumbfounded. I, I couldn't imagine that such a thing was possible, and it didn't last very long, a few minutes, but that was enough to say, wow, peace of mind is fabulous. It actually happened to a lesser degree a couple of other times, once in a mosque and one someplace else. We went into a certain mosque that was noted for some of its interior architecture. And as I walked in the door, I thought, Ah, I could feel it happening, not suddenly like before, but more slowly. I thought, who cares about the architecture here? I just went off by myself to let this sense of peace and stillness. It's an actual feeling that happens inside you, and it is simply exquisite. So when the Course says, oh, our purpose of peace of mind, this is no small thing. So it declares that underneath all of our unfortunate and unhelpful love affair with conflict, we still eternally are at peace. We still are brilliant and deserving and good. And if we could just learn to change our minds about any number of things, then we could experience what's already here, but unavailable to us at the moment because of our love affair with conflict. So with all of its repetitive lessons, the Course is guiding us inward toward this great peace. And as the conflict lessens and we become more content, which is kind of the lower edge, so to speak, of this, we feel better, life is more fun, we're on that path of love and joining The ego might fuss, but it doesn't really matter because it's not what we're going to pay attention to anyway. So we just learn to become aware of our choices. And we can notice when we're triggered, whether we're just going to merely react as we've always done before, if we're going to consider what we're doing. We're not at the mercy of this programming unless we choose to be. So I can change my mind. 
when I can see that it's my advantage to do so. There is a lesson entitled, I Could See Peace Instead of This. It's one of the early lessons. And Bill Thetford, one of the co-scribes of the course, used to paraphrase things to his own delight. And he used to say, I can choose peace instead of being in pieces. (laughs) So with our love affair with conflict, we've chosen being in pieces, either literally or figuratively. Time to rethink that. Time to allow ourselves the gift of feeling better. And when I'm in a growing place of peace, my mind is clearer, less foggy, my perception broadens, answers are more obvious, I feel safer, more grounded, more contented. So don't dismiss peace of mind until you've tried it. A Course in Miracles knows we're better off with the goal of peace of mind rather than being right. You see, the ego says I can be happy if I'm right. The Course knows better. It knows that we don't like this or believe it when we start, but happily, it still has our best interests at heart. It deals with us as the reluctant learners that we are, and it just loves us all the way through to the end. And actually, Our real heart's desire is only to love and join however much out of our awareness that might be. So, I hope you will get the sense that peace of mind is much more important than you might have thought in the beginning. It's really an essential ingredient for a much happier life. Thank you very much for joining us, and we'll continue to look at this as we unfold our series here. (music) 